Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the Actus podcast, Talking CDI, the nation's only program dedicated to the clinical documentation integrity profession. The Actus podcast is a bi-weekly program dedicated to bringing you closer to the difference makers in CDI and sharing the latest news and information relevant to the CDI profession and Actus. Today, Wednesday, December 2nd, marks our 167th program. So today's featured Actus solution is Actus Online, uncovering outpatient opportunities. We're asking you to reserve your calendar for December 9th through 11th for this three-day, one-of-a-kind online event, which offers CDI professionals a unique chance to interrogate the benefits of medical record reviews in the outpatient setting. Join those who pioneered outpatient CDI endeavors and learn from their challenges and successes. We've got a great group of speakers. We've got three uh, three days, each a half day, which allows attendees to participate in network in real time or as a schedule allows. We've got some fun small group networking opportunities, and I'm told a, uh, a mystery we're going to be working to solve uh, during this program as well that our attendees will participate in. So check it out. It's next week, uh, Wednesday through Friday. You can find out more on actus.org. Okay, so my name is Brian Murphy, Director of Actus, the Association of Clinical Documentation Integrity Specialists, and I'm your host for today's program, CDI System Specialist Position. I'm joined today by my co-host at left, Don Valdez. Don is a Clinical Documentation Integrity Education Specialist with us here at HC Pro and Actus. She serves as a full-time instructor for our CDI boot camps, as well as a subject matter expert. Don has an extensive background in healthcare, including more than 20 years experience, including ICU nursing, legal nurse consulting, and was a nurse manager for a large third-party administrator for which she initiated a nurse audit program. Um, prior to joining us here in ACTA, she was a clinical educator and manager of CDI for a large hospital system. And I wanna welcome her to the program. Welcome, Don. Thanks, Brian. Great to be here. Absolutely. All right, uh, next I'd like to introduce our special guest today. We have, uh, making her first appearance on the podcast is Jessica Reisner. Uh, Jessica is the Director of Clinical Documentation Improvement at Banner Health with oversight of 19 acute care hospitals. Jessica leads a large team of 80 CDI staff in the pursuit of concise documentation that appropriately reflects patient acuity, risk of mortality and resource utilization. Uh, like Dawn, her clinical background is in intensive care and interventional radiology. She began working as a CDI in 2017 at Banner Thunderbird Medical Center in Glendale, Arizona. The field became her passion. She's been involved with us quite a bit here at Actus. She's a charter member of our leadership council, was published in that, um, that organization's May 2020 CDI Leadership Insider. That actually prompted today's topic. So I'm very pleased to have her on the program. Welcome, uh, Jessica. Thank you so much, Brian. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay, as we always do, we're going to start with a poll question related to today's topic. I'm going to go ahead and launch that on your screen. You should be seeing that here in a minute. Okay. The question reads, do you have a member of your CDI staff dedicated to data analysis and technology? 
that was my bad Boston accent. I think I just said data, data analysis and technology. Uh, and your poll options are, are yes, no, but hoping to add a similar position, uh, no and no immediate plans to do so, don't know or not applicable. Again, we're asking you today, do you have a member of your CDI staff uh, that's dedicated to data analysis and technology. Yes, no, but hoping to add a position like that. No and no immediate plans. Don't know or not applicable. All right, I'm showing about three quarters of our audience that has voted. So I'm gonna go ahead, close this poll out and we will of course come back to it in just a few minutes. Um, also, you know, go ahead and send your comments in using the chat feature if you are interested in this position or you have some type of other response you wanna go ahead and send in. I will be looking at those during the show. But let's go ahead and, and speak with uh, Jessica. Uh, Jessica is our special guest today. Thanks for being the sh on the show again. Really appreciate you being a part of the program. Uh, really interesting position we have to talk about today, Jessica, but before we get there, I thought we could talk just a little bit about uh, the Banner Health CDI program, um, your history and involvement there, and really what led to the case for what what were this new position, this dedicated CDI system specialist position. Absolutely, thanks, Brian um, and Don. I'm really honored to be here, and I appreciate the invite. Um, so, as you mentioned, Banner Health operates in six western states. Our home base is in Phoenix, Arizona. And Banner currently has 19 acute care hospitals and uh, we support that with a team of 80 CDI. Uh, I became the CDI director in 2019 and I quickly became very overwhelmed with the volume of data, the IT support and monitoring of our CAC system. Uh, I found my time was spent creating data and trying to keep up with the CAC updates rather than reviewing data and making operational decisions, which of course as the director is my primary role. So within the first few months of me being director, um, I made the pitch to create a full-time role dedicated to monitoring our data, supporting our CAC, as well as being the liaison between CDI and our electronic health uh, record system. This way, I then had time to review the data and pivot the department focus if needed based upon those analysis uh, and ensure our CAC and EHR we're being leveraged and really monitored on a day-to-day -day, um, and aligning with our operational needs. All right, very cool. That's a great overview. That's a that's a big program too that you have. So I can totally understand being overwhelmed in the beginning. Um, so let's talk about the day-to-day -day role of the CDI system specialist. So what's their chief responsibilities? And if you have a job description, if you wanna share any of that, that would be great for our listeners, but just give us an idea of what they do on a day-to-day -day basis. Sure. So they really serve as a liaison between the CDI leadership team, the coding application vendor, um, the electronic health record system, and the banner IT departments that are assigned um, over our CDI department. Uh, they facilitate um, communication between all those different groups, um, system modifications, they make sure the data integrity is there and monitoring, as well as develop and improve training materials related to that software. You know, a big component of being able to leverage your technology is ensuring that your staff can understand it. 
Um, so this role really helps with that education piece, uh, creating PowerPoints and tip sheets, making sure that everyone has um, uh, our CAC and our EHR set up in a similar way. Uh, and then the role also orders all the needed computer equipment for our new hires um, and gets it shipped to them and delivered, um, as well as setting up collections for equipment when staff leave um, and working with our um, administrators and ensuring that the equipment is returned um, correctly. Interesting. So I bet your IT department really loves this role with that interim mm -hmm. being they in the do. middle there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, Yvette is the name of the lady who's um, in charge of our IT department. And um, her and my system specialists have developed a really close relationship um, in ensuring that we have the correct IT equipment um, and everything is kept up to date um, with all the latest um, contracts and things like that. Great. Thank you for that description. That's great. Yeah. It's really a jack-of-all-trades position related mm -hmm. to technology, but gosh, they do a lot in education, the CAC optimization, equipment. Um, you know, you, you described again in that article, I was referring to um, a little bit about how you got this position approved. I know there was a lot of stakeholders involved. You had to make a financial case, uh, probably present that in some way, shape, or form. So just curious how that worked, how, how you got it approved, what was it like? Did it take a long time? Um, I'm sure many of our CDI managers listening might be interested in hearing about that. Absolutely. So creating a business case for anything is, is a really crucial um, thing that you have to do as a leader, right? So I was able to show the volume of work that I was doing around the data, the reports, the CAC updates, um, and then all of the items that I, I wasn't getting to, you know, the, uh, the bullet points within my own job description. Um, that I wasn't able to, to do fully. Um, I then wrote the job description for the CDI system specialist and I had it ready for my leader to review when I pitched the role um, because I wanted to show how serious I was in, in getting this new role created. So I did all my home, homework up front. Um, I reviewed job descriptions internally that we had for clinical informatics nurses as well as our nurse analysts um, roles to help create this job description. Um, so that was really nice to, to look into that repository and get some ideas there. Um, so it really is a hybrid between a CDI and a clinical informatic nurse. I think that's probably the, the easiest description that I could use. Um, also, as part of that business pitch to my leader um, was to create this role FTE neutral, uh, meaning we realigned a CDI reviewer FTE for this new role. Therefore, there's no increase in spend, um, which you know will always catch the eye of your leader, I think. Um, so from the pitch to having the role filled, um, it did take a couple of months. We had to work with human resources and to get the, of course, get the job description approved, the pay ranges, um, all that kind of back-end stuff. Um, but it did take a few months. But I think the biggest thing was when, uh, if you do go in to pitch any new role in your department, is to come as prepared as possible. And so having that job description ready to go, I think, really, really helped me in the beginning. Yeah, that's a great point. I think maybe the tendency might be to talk about the position broadly, maybe the title, but you actually had the whole description drafted out. I imagine that that gives a concrete, specific um, example for anyone making that final approval. Right. Good suggestion. Yeah, and I'm also, you know, learning about this new role. A lot of people are getting into the informatics side of things of CDI. So I think this is 
upcoming. I think we're going to see more and more of this. So I think you're at a groundbreaking place here. But let's talk about the benefits for just a second. So I know that the equipment is very important. CDI can't work without it. I mean, we have our books that we can go to, but the equipment with the data analysis is very valuable. So that's one benefit that you've mentioned. But I know the process has also been helpful for you yourself and your leadership role to grow. So I want to talk about that for a second. And then any other benefits that you want to bring out that you really actualized from this onboarding of this role? Absolutely. Um, so our system specialist, um, you know, works with our EHR and she really makes sure that we keep up to date with any design changes. Um, you know, not everything flows into our CAC and sometimes we have to actually go into the record itself. Um, and if we don't keep up with those design changes within it, we won't be able to find our information. Um, so really being that liaison with the EHR really helps um, also ensuring that the needed documents are flowing into the CAC appropriately. And if we have a degradation, um, you know, and we can pinpoint that, um, she can work with our banner IT folks and the EHR folks to make sure that those documents flow over or, or if we need to add something that needs to flow over into the CAC. Um, so that's been a really big help as far as our medical records system goes. Um, on a personal level, uh, this role has greatly helped me to grow as a leader by sort of getting me out of the storm, if you will, and allow me to see the department from above. Um, and then with this view, I can better help guide us towards our operational goals. You know, sometimes if, if you're in the forest, you, you know, you can only see the trees and you can't see the whole picture. Um, so having this role uh, has really helped us uh, ensure that I as a director can do my role. Um, and make sure that our, our department is operationally secure and aligning with our enterprise needs. That's great. So it gives you that big picture view so you can drill down to things that you need to focus on for your teams. Right. Very, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Absolutely. And, and I love your comments about being out of the storm. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just looking at some of the comments that are coming in and some people are, um, you know, talking about them having lack of capacity now and, I'm sure this position is probably allows you to do things that you ordinarily would not be able to get to. Um, maybe we'll just uh, actually, if you don't mind, Jessica, maybe I'll work in a question or two here. Absolutely. Some of these are are, are really uh, interested. Someone said they're highly interested in learning more about this opportunity, debating going back for my master's in nursing informatics. Would this be beneficial for a position like this? I think it would be, um, but it's not a requirement. Um, you know, I think a successful candidate needs to be someone who obviously is familiar with technology um, and that can be a range, right? But has kept up with it, um, is a natural innovator, is able to uh, put things together. And the really amazing thing about this role is, in my opinion, you can't just have an analyst. It has to be someone with a clinical background because they have to be able to put the two things together, right? They have to look at this clinical data and recognize when there is an error. Um, and if it's just a person with an analytic background, they may not be able to use that clinical reasoning or, or, or mind to be able to see the, some of these types of errors um, that you know, we work with or, or the terminology. Mm -hmm. um, but an MS in informatics would absolutely, I think, be, be wonderful, but not 100% a requirement. It really would just depend on the candidate's background um, and, uh, and you know, who they are. Gotcha. 
someone else was asking, uh, does this system specialist provide any orientation to new providers on CDI processes or how it's related to your sure. EHR? So not to the providers directly. Um, we do have an education team for that, and we also utilize the actual clinical informatics team. Um, they do um, EMR training with the providers. Um, but as far as internally in our department, um, looking at leveraging this role to help with new hired staff. So in making sure that their EMR is set up in the manner that, that we find best for our department, um, ensuring that their CAC is set up, the windows are in the right place, um, and basic navigation, you know, a navigation 101 course, if you will, and ensuring that the foundation is there um, before actually getting them, you know, going into a case. Um, so that, that, that would be a way that this role could help with uh, orientation. So when you mentioned the education mm -hmm. that she does, and I know the new orientation is there, but is there anything that she does education-wise that helps the CDIs with the, the, the findings? Like maybe uh, you're noticing a trend with a certain way something is coded in their working DRG. Does she get into any of that type of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So um, anything in relation to our CAC, you know, the multiple updates that are put in, um, she does all of the education and training on that, as well as working in conjunction with our workflow committee that we have here, um, sort of a shared governance, if you will, committee, which, um, which she leads. Um, and so they do our education there. And then the priority tool that's built within the CAC um, she um, and the leaders and I all work together on ensuring that those priority scores are scored appropriately. And then looking at the feedback from the staff in regards to those scores. Um, you know, are we scoring the correct documents? What do the working DRG scores look like? Um, what do the auto-suggested DRG scores look like? Um, and so she has a really big hand in that, um, as well as communicating with, with the staff and what they're seeing and, and what makes them successful. Wow, that sounds wonderful. Very good. Okay, let's take a quick look at our audience uh, poll here. Um, again, we asked our audience, uh, do you have a member of your CD dedicated to data analysis? And here are our results. 31% uh, said yes, 9% uh, said no, but hoping to add a similar position. 46% said no and no immediate plans, 11% said don't know, and 4% not applicable. So what do you guys think? Any thoughts on our poll results, Jessica and Dawn? Well, being that we're in the COVID state, this is Dawn, being that we're in the COVID state that we are right now, I'm not really surprised with the no oh, and no immediate plans, but hopefully... Happened. Hopefully, as we get uh, going here, that will that will change. Again, I think this is going to be an upcoming um, job role for that we're going to add to CDI. We're going to see more and more of it. Jessica? Yeah, no, I would agree with you on on that. You know, we are we are definitely a department that is so integrated with tech and data, right? Everything that we do touches data and tech. And so we as leaders need to um, be aware of that and and be inept to be able to use the technology. Um, and then also having this dedicated role to really be in there and, and look at, okay, what is coming? What are the updates that are coming? How is this going to affect our day-to-day -day workflow? How is it going to affect our data? And really kind of tie it all together and put a bow on it. Um, so you're not scrambling when updates or changes do happen. Um, you can be proactive, right? Instead of reactive, which is really the goal. 
Um, and so I think the more that uh, health systems are able to do that, to be proactive, um, you know, the better. I agree. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks, Don and Jessica. I'm, I'm thinking my audio, unfortunately, is a little bit spotty today for whatever reason. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up. Um, if you have any suggestions for future guests or ideas about the format of the show, you can go ahead and reach out to me at bmurphy at actus.org. Again, Jessica, I want to really thank you for your time. I appreciate you being on the show. And for our listeners, we'll see you back here again in two weeks.